0: Shri Gurudev Ki Jai Shri Man Mahaprabhu Ki Jai Shri Hari Sankirtan Ki Jai Shri Giraj Maharaj Ki Jai Shri Sri Chamanad Balaviv Subhadra Ki Jai, jai. Brantara Shri Mat Bhagavatam Ki Jai Shri Brahma Rek Gita Ki Jai Gaur Bhaktavrinda Ki Jai Ki Jai Gaur So, good afternoon to all of you, good evening, from Sofia, Bulgaria, to all the ones also present online. And as usual, every Monday we are continuing with with our series of lectures about Sri Brahma Gita, as you may recall. Last Monday we shared some very interesting uh, insights in connection to this, the song, the song of the bumblebee, where Sri Radha speaks in divine mad or divine delirium, to a bumblebee, mm-hmm. taking it as messenger coming from Sri Krishna, who is immature at this moment. So this is considered by many gaudi acharyas as the most cryptic and mysterious <coughs> and important section of the whole Srimad Bhagavatam, which is found in verse in chapter 47 of the tenth canto, and it encompasses mainly ten verses, from 12 to 21. So today we will be studying the penultimate verse of the Brahma Gita, verse number 9 from the Brahma Gita, which is verse 20 in the 47th chapter of the 10th canto. Today's meeting number 14, because we have five introductory classes before starting with is verse. And as usual, we will make some brief recap <clears throat> in connection to what we saw last Monday, just in case, to recap connect with the flow of, of the topic and the verses. Mm. So in the previous verse, which is the, was the 8th verse of the Bhagavad Gita, mm. remember Srirada Rada told, in the 7th verse, Sri Rada told, uh, oh no, well, yeah, after the 7th verse, in between the 7th and the 8th, the Bumblebee told Sri Rada, okay, you are criticizing Krishna so much, but why you did not... Uh, Say all these things when you were, where you joined him when he was here in Brindavan. So she replies in, in the eighth verse that we saw last week. She's saying, Faithfully taking his deceitful words as true, we became just like the black deer's foolish wives, who trust the cruel hunter's song. Thus, we repeatedly felt the sharp pain of lust caused by the touch of his nails. Oh, messenger, please talk about something besides Krishna. <laughs> mm-hmm. So again, in this in this verse, Radha was referring, hiding her parikia love for Krishna by way of presenting it as if it were lust. Mm-hmm. We are feeling, we are being affected by the sharp pain of lust because of having entered in touch with that lusty boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, a birds of the same feather flock together. No? So you enter in touch with someone lusty, you became lusty. <laughs> but of course, as we mentioned here, we are not speaking about lust at all. No, we are speaking about the highest degree of love mm-hmm. called Bhakti, which is a type of bhakti which takes the form of lust and hides it, its own glory in its humility, presents as, as if it, it, it were the opposite exactly. Mm-hmm. Are exactly, but actually we are speaking about the highest level of dedication and selflessness mm-hmm. suprema tends to hide itself that's the nature of love it tends to hide itself and non-love tends to boast you say in English here I am, I love you look, world, the whole world has to hear I love you and the world will reply back let's see in some weeks <laughs> even, even less than that but Srirada will never say I love you Krishna will never say I love you they would like to love each other but they feel we don't love each other we, we, we could love each other so much more that I don't have the courage to say I love you <laughs> as we mentioned a real love, self-forgetfulness is there so I love you that doesn't make sense with the psychology of mm-hmm. love you and I became we mm-hmm. So she here Sirada creates some parallel between herself, the gopis, and the wives of the black deer. The black deer is called Krishna also, because Krishna means black as well. So the Krishna Sara, the black deer, and, her, and his wives. So the gopis present themselves, Garada presents herself as the gopis as Krishna's wives, like implying, we thought you accepted us as your own, but now we realize... You belong to someone else. You are with someone else. They're immature. and so on. Mm-hmm. So, in, as we mentioned, in, in Tatva Gopis are Swakiya with Krishna. In actual truth, beyond the lila, or not beyond, but besides the lila, <laughs> the Gopis are belong to Krishna, and Krishna only belongs to the Gopis. They do not belong to anyone else. But in Bhava and Rasa, in lila, the Gopis belong to someone else. That creates the whole mm, or, or the, the dynamic of Parakiya. Mm-hmm. So Shirada says here, we believed you, we, 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 we thought you were a very noble person, we believed your words when you say to us, I'll return, I cannot repay my debt with you. Countless times you say that, countless times we believed you, hmm? but now we realize all that is not true. But again, we know it's true, Krishna is not lying. Srirada is speaking in and Math, remember, bearing context. Madness, put madness in its proper place. No? <laughs> so, she's speaking from every, all of these emotions that seem, may seem totally ordinary to the uninformed eye, only speak about san, different types of Sanchari Bab, assistant ecstatic feelings that help to the Stai Bab, the main emotion, to be nourished. Mm-hmm. Hermadurva. So at the end, she will say the bumblebee, Oh, messenger, upamantrim. The word upamantrim means messenger. So please speak about something else about Krishna. And she also uses, the the, the meaning of the upamantrim word can also be jester, like buffoon, like jester. So criticizing the bumblebee or criticizing Udava, who was there like he was the official messenger there. (laughs) The bumblebee was just humming. I mean buzzing like a bumblebee he was Mm -hmm. performing his dharma (laughs) buzzing but Chira took him as the messenger was having all this dialogue and the the official messenger Uda was like is she speaking to me (laughs) I'm the messenger but Hmm? so Chira will criticize the messenger in this way obofun jester speak about something else about Krishna we all know all this old story about him say something more so this verse is, con- is, is mentioned that this represents an example of what's called ajalpa. Remember, each one of the ten verses of Brahma Gita represents one of ten types of chitrajalpa. Chitrajalpa means math talks spoken by, in this case, you're in the highest peak of devotional love. So this one is ajalpa. Rupa Goswami defines ajalpa like a statement spoken in disgust describing how the male lover is deceitful and brings one misery and that one should stop talking about him and talk about something more pleasant instead all these ingredients all different spices properly put together represent the masala called ajalpa (laughs) we concluded our previous meeting also speaking further about the glories of separation how separation is not only one aspect of union, because sometimes people may say, oh, union, separation is there to enhance the joy of union. So it's subservient to, to union. But Vishwana says, but why then it is considered a separate rasa in itself, a separate department, of emotional department? Vipralamba rasa, sambhog rasa, separation, union. Hmm? And he says, because sep- separation in itself is unique, and it is joyful. It's so uh, He describes this as, at one point, like an abundance of union. That's what ha- actually takes place in this so called separation. Externally, there is separation, there is tragedy, if you will, but internally, <laughs> all these revelations and experiences are changing. All the emotions, as we know, in union with someone, even in this world, your feelings ex- exteriorize, you say, expressed outwardly. Externalize. Externalize. Thank you. <laughs> But in separation from your beloved, all your emotions internalize and start to condense there and become more and more thick. Mm-hmm. Distilled. And union, Whew. the expert. Mm-hmm. So there are, it's a very, it's a ras of its own basically. Mm-hmm. And we conclude mentioning how Shirada even he may speak in this in these terms as if criticizing Krishna she's also finding his Lampata toa, or his playboyhood. If you will. <laughs> so charming, so attractive, so pleasurable. And she lives to serve that idea. So this is the dynamic, meeting separation, sometimes expressed in terms of man or abhisar When she rather is resisting Krishna, and for some reason or without reason, she's angry with him, and abhisar her love journey, when she cannot nobody can stop her in that direction. So this resistance and attraction are nourishing each other basically. And it's important to allow the two to, 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 ex- to express their l- proper level of function. We also mentioned
1: that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if Radha and Krishna are separated and Radha is in man, angry with Krishna, but her man is not broken at the proper time, Krishna may die mm-hmm. in separation. That will never happen, but hypothet- hypothetically speaking, they say, no? The, the highest peak of separation has to reach some purpose, and when that's reached... Now separation can be broken and union, yeah, yeah. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So in these prayers that we are re- uh, summarizing from the last week, at one point Sri Radha said to the bumblebee "So, oh Buffoon gesture stop speaking about Krishna. Speak about something else. And if you don't know about, to, if you have not learned to speak about anything else apart from Krishna, then disappear from my view. Get out of here. No? Basically, Sri Radha implied that leave this place right now." So, casually, <laughs> according to the Srila Sridhar Swami, at that moment, the bumblebee goes away for a moment. So it seems that he's replying. Srila says, if you don't, want, not, don't know anything else about Krishna, get out of here. So it seems that the bumblebee is saying, okay, and starts to fly away somewhere else, basically. And then comes back for a minute. So the verse that we will be studying today is expressing the context of that Particular situation where the bumblebee seems to leave for certain reasons, according to Siradas we will see, <laughs> and returns with certain reasons, according to her. Mm-hmm. Basically, she will think, Oh, he heard all these abusive words of mine, and now she le- he left to tell all this to Krishna. But now he's returning. Oh, he's so so kind. He has returned. He has forgiven me, or so on. <laughs> so she will speak this, today's verse where she starts addressing the bumblebee as Priyasaka, which in this case means, Oh, friend of my beloved. So she will. There will be a, a, a shift <laughs> in modes, at least for the first for the first lines. <laughs> then she will <laughs> come back to normal, if you will, and continue doing her transcendental bowling. <laughs> so I will share the verse with you with those of you who are connected online in the chat. So please, if someone can share that on the Facebook streaming, there is the verse. I will recite it. Uh, in Sanskrit, and then we go to the English translation again. This is verse twenty forty-seven, chapter tenth, cant of the Bhagavatam, which corresponds with the ninth verse of the Gita, which are ten verses, the ultimate verse of Gita.
1: <clears throat> so the
0: verse says like this: Priya sakapunar aga priya sapesi kim... VARAYAKIM ANURUNDHI MANANIYA SI MENGA NAYA MIHASMANDUSTYA JADVAN DVAPARSAM SATA TAMBURASI SOMYA SRIRBADUSA So, Srirada speaks to the bumblebee, saying, O oh friend of my dear one, has my beloved sent you here again? I should honor you, friend, so please choose whatever boon you wish. But, now comes again the switch, but why have you come back here to take us to him, whose conjugal love is so difficult to give up? After all, gentle bee, his consort is the goddess Sri, or Lakshmi, and she's always with him staying upon his chest. So this is today's verse. Srirada. Addressing the Bumblebee. <clears throat> First of all again same Priya Saka. Hmm? Priya Saka means oh again, dear one. Hmm? I mean of my dear one, of my beloved Priya Saka. Oh you are the friend of my beloved one, of my Krishna. Like implying, Oh, my beloved send you back, oh my friend punar, punar means again you have been sent back again basically, once again you are here aga priyasa presita kim aga means you have come you have come again, priyasa means by my beloved presita kim presita means sent, so you have been sent by my beloved here send is to say baraya kim anurunde mananya simenga so, Baraya means please choose. No? So, you have come again. That's your generosity, my beloved generosity. So, now comes the, the blessing. Please choose Baraya. Kim, hmm? hmm? whatever. Anurunde. Anurunde means whatever you wish. Please, whatever you wish, choose. Hmm? Mananyo simenga. Manaya means like to be honored by me, like I will honor. Your choice, basically. I will give you whatever you ask for me. She's telling to the bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Si me anga. So asi me anga. Asi me anga means asi you are me for me. Anga. Anga means like very dear. Anga in Sanskrit means like a limb of the body. So as, as, as an arm is a limb of the body and it's so close to the body, if you will. If you in, in Sanskrit, if you tell to someone anga means you are like my extended limb, you are you are mere one. So in this way she is addressing the bumblebees in Anga. Hmm? <laughs> so this is the first two lines, no? Thank you so much, you have come, my beloved has sent you, you are so dear. Choose whatever bone you wish Now we go to the two last lines where she can switch back into another path. She say Nayasi Katami dus hmm? So
1: nayasi,
0: you are bringing... Hmm? Katam, Katam in this case means why, why you are bringing Ihajman Dustyaja Iha, here, to Braj, Asman, us hmm? we are bringing to us why do you bring why do you want to bring us basically means to him hmm? you are a messenger it seems your intention is to bring us back bring us to Mathura where Krishna is we will see these implications in the purpose. Dustyaja dwanda Parsham. So duscija, this word has been used along the Brahma Gita many times. Duscija means very difficult to give up. Dwandwa, in this case, means conjugal connection, and parstham means continues with the next line to the side. So, why you are wanting to take us to him whose conjugal connection is so difficult to give up? You can see the result of our suffering separation from that. Hmm? And Satatam, Urasi, Somya, Sri, Badu, Sakamaste, last line. Somya, Satatam, sorry, Satatam means what?
1: Eternally.
0: Yeah, always in this case, always. Satatam, hmm? Urasi, Somya. Urasi means on the chest. Somya means, oh, gentle one, again, speaking to the bumblebee. Sri, Sri means Lakshmi, goddess of fortune. So always on his chest, the gods of fortune, Badu, she qualified qualifies that his consort, the gods of fortune, hmm? sakam aste. Aste means is present and sakam means together with him. Hmm? So Lakshmi Devi never abandons him even for a moment, <coughs> residing on his chest. As we will see, that refers specially to the Sri Bhatsa, which is a mark that Krishna has on his chest, golden line Gordon, how do you say in English? Tuft? Thu- tuft of hair. No, tuft. Tuft of hair, mm-hmm. on his
1: chest. Mm-hmm.
0: So, this is a verse, and this is a word by word, so let's go now trying to unpack a little bit the context of this slogan, following our Purvacharya's, if you will, in order of seniority, starting with Srila Sridhar Swami, then Srila Sanatana Goswami Pad, Srila Jiva Goswami Prabhupada, and Srila Vishwanath Chakravartitata. The right. <laughs> Siddhar Swami begins in his Bhavarta Dipika commentary paraphrasing <clears throat> Shirada here hmm? when she's directing to Bumble they saying, oh my dear friend, Anga or my dear servitor you are serving me by bringing these good tidings, if it's good news Mananiya Mananiya means I will honor whatever you ask for me, but also Mananiya means you are honorable for me so sometimes the meanings can Change according to the commentator. So Sridhar says to Swami, "You are worshipable for me because you are, you have returned after leaving and coming a message from my beloved. Though therefore, please, whatever you like to have, basically." You know. And then it is that she speaks. This says Sridhar Swami, this the third line of the verse, when she said, "Choose whatever you like, but it seems that you are coming trying to take us back to Mathura. I mean, back they never been there. You want to take us there." So why, why you want us to leave Braj in first place to begin with, <laughs> and to take us there when Krishna is reciting with so many ladies, basically, hmm? and you want to put us next to him whose conjugal affection is so difficult to give up? So it's an indirect way of she's expressing. I don't want to go there, but at the same time she's expressing how much she's attached to Krishna. I say so, it's it's impossible to give up his conjugal affection. Is, he's so. Consuming and captivating. But again, she will tell us in the form of, it seems, he's criticizing Krishna. Mm-hmm. No? It seems so. But he is, I mean, she's doing that actually in the context of the Leela, <laughs> but ultimately, for yeah? us as sad especially, that means she's de- declaring, establishing how impossible it is to leave her, the sweetness of his company, basically. He's Krishna, Akarshana. uh Murti, the very personification, a karsana the very personification of attraction. And that was what Krishna means. Here in Bulgarian, you have this word. no? we were speaking the other day. Which was the word? Krishna
1: means flexible in the ways. Or Krishna is for men. Krishna is for women, like. But, uh, very flexible in the yeah in the mm. or, uh, mm-hmm.
2: so
0: here in Bulgaria for those who didn't hear the word is how is krishna
1: krishna
2: kr kr
0: kr, kr-, 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 yeah. kr- yeah. krishna <laughs> yeah. which means flexible in the waist
1: <laughs> like, maybe else so you can imagine
0: Oh, that's that's enough already. Yeah, no uh-huh. So quite Krishna close.
1: Krishna means hidden.
0: Hidden.
3: hidden. hidden. Krishna. hidden. Krishna. Krishna wow. is hidden. Okay. Yeah. We will
0: have a, to have another series on <laughs> yes. what Krishna means in Bulgaria here. <laughs> <laughs> so. but just sharing with those of you who are connected from other parts of the world. We are in a very interesting Krishna embassy here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So he's so attractive, hmm? and again, so hidden, because it seems their love is something else, but in a hidden way there is something else being said, told here, and so on. Crooked, love moves in a crooked way. So it's like Trivanga, Krishna is crooked in his own form, especially when he, as we mentioned yesterday in the Rathayatra, when he heard Vrajali Lakata, he immediately became crooked. Mm -hmm. Trivanga Lalita. Because love is It's not moving in a straight line, but zigzag. Impossible to, unpredictable,
1: basically. Mm-hmm.
0: So let's continue with Sila Sanatan Goswami's Brihad uh, Vaishnav Toshani, his own commentary to this verse in the Bhagavatam. So it is mentioned by Sanatan Goswami that once the bee disappeared, remember, Sila say you don't. Know anything else apart from Krishna, just get out of here. So the bee disappeared. So Shirada fainted immediately, according to Sanatana Goswami. So he says, recovering after a short time, after having fainted, because when the bee disappeared, rather saw so the bee return before this verse starts. And it is said that at that moment, Sanatana Goswami says, when Shirada fainted, Uddhava started to become desperate by seeing the situation and was quickly. Fetch some water for trying to revive. Revive? Yeah. Srirada and her recovering from the fainting. Hmm. Hmm. So according to Sanatan Goswami also when Shirada saw Udava returned, she said, Oh my dear friend. So so some commentators Shirada is saying that to the bumblebee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so according to others she's saying that to Sonatan Gos uh, to <laughs> hmm. And uh, of course this creates duality for Uda, because you say oh my dear friend but then starts with the bumblebee <laughs> 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 hmm? Hmm? Hmm. Hmm. or again S- S- Sanatana Goswami gives very different meanings so Sri Radha also can be telling that to the bumblebee as well because it had returned so you are my dear friend you are coming to assist me hmm? and according to Sanatana Goswami Radha thought okay Krishna sent the bumblebee back so again all this according to the time on of earth this happened in ten seconds or something like that. But for Sri the Bumblebee had left, went to Mathura, mm-hmm. spoke to Krishna and Krishna sent the Bumblebee back, which <laughs> will take some time. <laughs> even for a Bumblebee. And Mathura is not just the next door. So but for all this happened in a few seconds and for other was like, well, Krishna sent the Bumblebee back. Mm. <laughs> So that's what she says here, according to Sanatan Goswami. Separation from him, she concludes, is difficult. And therefore, Lakshmi is never leaving him. Lakshmi stays with him constantly, again, in this tribhata, because she knows how difficult it is to bear separation from him. I like complain. We know how difficult that is. We are suffering that now.
1: Hmm? Hmm?
0: Oh, B, you are so peaceful. So please do not be friends with him. He is not peaceful at all, basically. And that's why Lakshmi never abandons him because she knows. If I abandon him for a minute, what, who knows what will happen. <clears throat> and then interestingly, Sanatan Goswami gives a whole variety of possibilities. He gives a main version here, no? This happened, the bumblebee left. But now he gives so many other possibilities, no? In the kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope of mm-hmm. Radhas. Wow. <laughs> so Another option is that the bee actually never left, but was always present. But in madness, she rather thought the bumblebee left. No? So that's another option that is possible. And he says then, when her mood changed, she thought that the bee returned, while well, actually it was always there. So it, does, it has nothing to do with the bee coming or going, but. Her babas coming and going. Mm. So, one baba is coming, oh, the bumblebee will disappear. Another baba is coming, oh, here the bumblebee mm. return. But the bumblebee was buzzing at everything without disappearing. And one option is that one. Mm. Be- that happened before. Shirada, in each verse, she's hearing the bumblebee saying so many things. While it is said that, strictly speaking, one could say the bumblebee was not saying anything. But her own moods were taking her to project her baba outside and think, oh, the bumblebee is saying this and now saying that and having a whole dialogue between the two. Hmm.
1: Hmm.
0: So, Sanatana Goswami continues, <clears throat> in this case, Yerada will in lamentation after this verse and reply to the bumblebee saying, Oh, have you returned being sent by him? Hmm? Since we are very proud, your desire was not fulfilled. Let that be. We said say that the words of a truthful messenger should never be ignored. Thus, I must respect you. I will do as you want. So now, Sanatan Goswami will say, at this point, when Shirada says to the bumblebee, ask me whatever you wish, the bumblebee will say, I request you to come to Mathura. Again, all this Shirada is hearing. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then Shirada will reply to the bumblebee, saying, oh, Brahma, oh, bee beautiful you who are somya somya is the name she uses here for the bumblebee which comes from soma like the moon so beautiful to behold like the moon like she's implying so beautiful to see you after you have disappeared while the bumblebee was always there maybe some version (laughs) so somya also means gentle which is a connection gentle means like the moon rays like giving new light giving light in in the midst of darkness nourishing and so on so said, says, oh, you are so gentle and you are so nice, but you have no intelligence, Bumblebee, by telling me, go to Mathura. <laughs> you will take us to Mathura, she says. Mm-hmm. But Krishna, there is full with women and all day along with them, and he cannot separate from them. Mm-hmm. So our go, and there is useless, Sri speaks, mm-hmm. with some transcendental jealousy, we will see. Mm-hmm. Which all are uh, sancharibab. remember. It's not the jealous we may experience here as Bada Jiva. It's something that is just making her Madhurya Bab get higher and higher. Mm. Sanatan Goswami says that this is a statement of hatred. But again, divine hatred. Mm. Mm. So it's this point, the bee will reply to her according to her divine ear. Well, yeah, Krishna, some ladies are there with him, but when you go, he will leave all of them
1: <laughs>
0: for you. Huh? so that's the reply to the third line of the verse and then Shirada will reply according to Sanatana Goswami in the fourth line when the bumblebee suggests he will give them all up and Shirada will reply no but Lakshmi is always there with him he will not give up her she's famous to be his eternal favorite so again she's speaking in divine madness Shirada is her divine Krishna's divine favorite but she's speaking on. Seen as Lakshmi like, as a competitor, lover, basically. Mm. So Krish, she resides on Krishna's chest happily, they're dominating him. Mm. So Sanatan Goswami says this last statement is uttered by Radha with envy. But again, the envy that is Sancharibhav, not the envy that is conditioned life. Mm. All these n- different sancharibab Sanchari means transitory emotions. No? that are compared to waves, no? and, and the ocean is the stai Staibab means the main emotion in this case that Radha has for Krishna, which is the main emotion Radha has for Krishna? the permanent emotion, stai means fixed, permanent, maturi-vab, mm-hmm. in parakya-vab more specifically so that's the ocean, it's always there, but sometimes waves come in the ocean and these are con- con- known as ba, which is transitory emotions, which come and make the, the ocean tide go higher, if you will. Augment the ocean and then merge back into the ocean, the waves. So, for a moment, Shirada will exp- And all of these ba, Drupal Goswami describes them in, in Bhakti Samrita. I think there are 33. So we, I won't torture you by like, going through each one of them. <laughs> but many of them are these ones like fear, envy, hatred jealousy, all the things that we as sadhakas are supposed to transcend. <laughs> and we are. Only to arrive there someday, some point, and realize, okay, all the things are here back again. <laughs> Full circle. But all of them expressed in the context of loving Krishna and increasing one's experience of love. So I know it's not an easy topic, but at least we should know. That exists. <laughs> there is play place for that. Transcendence is such a place that even all this most unbecoming stuff here are nourishing rasa there, basically. Mm-hmm. Brindavan. One of the meanings of Braj, Jiva Goswami says, is that place where everything is possible. Mm-hmm. In certain parameters, everything is possible. Mm-hmm. So, since we mentioned Jiva Goswami, let's continue with his commentary on the Bhagavatam in this verse. His hmm. lagu also what he mentions in his Gopal shampoo. So he says hmm? describing Radha's condition going back again before the verse. Intoxicated with the state of divyan mad divine madness due to intense feelings of separation Krishna's spurti appeared to Radha. Hmm. So spurti means like like a, not hallucination, but Krishna appears in front of her, like a vision she has for a moment. So then she cru- showed crooked anger, Jibo Goswami said. When the bee, according to its nature, wandered into another tree. So now Jibo Goswami is another version. Yeah, the bee, the bee went to some other place, but not necessarily because she rather say, get out of here. Because a bee just kind of remained in the one place forever. So just according to its fickle nature, Went somewhere else. <laughs> so at that moment when the bee disappeared, Shirada showed the mood called Kalahantarita. Kala Kalahantarita Kala is the mood of the lover, lady lover, Naika, that expresses her feels repent repentance after being separated from her beloved. The beloved went there and the lady lover was angry with him and told him go to Haribol. <laughs> I don't want to see you right? get out of here and so on and the and the Nayaka the male lover goes sad and immediately after that the lady feels oh repentant why I did that may he will come back or not and so on so it's called Kalahantarita all these different emotional dispositions in both Nayaka and Nayaka are really analyzed by Rupa Goswami his own theology is presented in this context of a dramatic performance. He analyzes the doctrine of Rasa in terms of a drama and all these different emotional dispositions and so on. So it's then that Shirada speaks this verse here. Gopal Shampu says that she says, Oh, I've been harsh, having used abusive language to Krishna's messenger. All these verses of the Brahma Gita, one of the other. (laughs) Because the bee does not understand what I said, it has left. He sent the bee, Krishna, sent the bee back, because he has no other lovers and wants to protect us. But I have criticized the bee. I have thrown fire of the lo- on the lotus of my heart. Then Radha cried, says Srila Jiva Goswami. And seeing that, all her sakis cried.
1: Hmm.
0: But then, hmm? this is all before the verse, no? remember but then looking at the path that the bumblebee took when he disappeared, hmm? Sirada saw the bee returning. Or oh, oh, maybe Shirada saw another bee coming. No? <laughs> In one sense it doesn't matter. Well, this is Divian math, <laughs> He said he saw the same bee that disappeared returning or maybe some other bee, bumblebee came near. Hmm? Yeah. So she began to speak with distorted words mixed with excessive shivering Caused by confusion. So it's all uh, like a very condensed mixture of different ecstatic emotions. And she wanted to say, Jiva Goswami say, Oh dear friends, our uh, the bee has returned. Like Priya Saka Punaraga, the first words of the verse. But it is Jiva Goswami said that instead of that, she rather, was not able to say Priya Saka Punaraga. But she said, P, 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 Priya <laughs> Saka pu, 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 Punaraga. And so she was experiencing this like, choked, choked mm-hmm. voice you say and not able to properly pronounce things basically no? so one of them, different ecstatic ornamentations there hmm? and Scylla jiva Goswami similar similarly than to Sanatana Goswami says <clears throat> again the bee disappeared because of its nature or, or went somewhere else and another bee came or maybe because of divine madness she fainted out of her own madness and did not search for the bee, or the bee remained there, but not seeing the bee for a moment, she maybe blinked, blinked. You say? So in that blink, she lost sight of the bumblebee, for a microsecond, <laughs> and she was thrown into an ocean of despair. because oh, the bee has disappeared, basically. This experience of the gopi, for example, separation of Krishna. Krishna is there, and they blink. And that blink they experience subjectively as one age, one eon, like a yuga. And they start to curse the creator of this body, Brahma. Why? I mean, what what stupid thing must be Brahma thinking at the moment of, of creating these eyelids? I mean what he was thinking about. <laughs> Such a stupid idea, eyelids. And you lose sight. You lose sight of Krishna for one second that feels like an age, an ending age. And they start to curse Brahma. I mean, but they are so high that Brahma himself feels ashamed. Of things. <laughs> 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 hmm? So, Jeeva Swami confirms this idea by not seeing the bumblebee for a moment for whatever reason, she enters into this Kalahantarit mood. like The lady lover like is repented in separation after quarrel, repented that the love has gone. Um, and she starts to be full of fear. Oh, Krishna will... Now the is telling all the harsh words, abusive, bullying, I was saying all the Krishna won't be able, won't decide to see me again. Hmm? Because of her nature, Jiva Goswami, of her longing in prayer, she cannot but, like if you love someone, if your mother loves you, like we saw with, with Yashoda, and you are going somewhere, and she will be like, oh, oh, what will happen to my son? Everything is okay, and call me, and it's okay, and come back, come back, I will put you some more kavachas, and I will make prayers. So, so, Madhuri Abab of course is another mood, but the longing creates this type of divine anxiety, if you will. No? It's an anxiety in the context of friends. It's a solution to to all the other anxieties,
1: basically.
0: Hmm? <clears throat> and say, and then the, the same bumblebee came, or another bumblebee came, or she herself went and searched for the bee and found him. Hmm? And enjoy, she's speaking this verse here. She's speaking this verse. Hmm? So. <clears throat> So he then, Jiva Goswami, starts to explain this verse himself. So in the first part of the verse, he's praying the V in the first half. So the first two lines, Sri Rada is praying the praising, sorry, praising the V. Like, dear friend, pray, pleasurable friend, basically, you are engaged in helping me, so therefore you are my friend. You are not against me, you came back to me. And Jiva Goswami said that Sri Rada, with a special... Anurag, with a special attachment, she started to thought about her good fortune. Oh, even though I abuse Krishna so much, he's returning to me. I'm so fortunate. She humbled. She was in divine humility. <clears throat> and it, Jiva Goswami then said that she then mentally asked, has my beloved sent you back? And when the word beloved, Priya, it's a, came, she came to utter, to, to, to utter in her mind the word beloved, she fainted on pronouncing the first syllable of the word, basically. Mm. Try to imagine how much <laughs> you can love someone. <laughs> she was not even mentioning Krishna's direct name. She was saying beloved. Priya. So when she say Pri, she rather collapsed, according to Silajiva Goswami. <clears throat> and again, it is said that Udava at that moment, some, some Acharya say she collapsed, when the bomb will be disappeared. Some others say she collapsed, when the bumblebee reappear and she says, Has my beloved
1: so,
0: No no end to the sentence. And Uda became mad and went to look for water, trying to no? and the Sakis went to look for different items, lotus petals to try to put on her to make her refresh and come back into her senses and so on. Well
2: mm-hmm. who is speaking then the verse if she faints? <laughs> Sorry? Mm-hmm. Like commented to say that she wouldn't... I
0: mean, she fainted for a moment, no? Now oh. she recovers and continues the the sentence, basically. So, has my beloved... So we have some pause there. She's recovering, she returns. <laughs> and she says, has my beloved... And she is able to complete the whole sentence. And so mm-hmm. Something like that will be the dynamic. Hmm... hmm. So it is said that when she was returning in half-state of trance or samadhi, she Jiva Goswami said, in a state in that state of fainting, with increasing bewilderment, she spoke as if in a dream, while thinking, oh, oh, how can I repay the V? Please choose whatever you want. What do you want? I will give you whatever you like. Hmm? And Jiva Goswami said, interestingly, however... Because of her bewilderment, her confused state due to ecstasy, she used the first person in in Sanskrit verbal terminology instead of the second person. Because she was referring to O.U., bumblebee. But she expressed herself in the first person out of bewilderment. She used the word Anurunda instead of anunitze. So again, technically speaking, this is a mistake. (laughs) But beyond the technicality of the verse and taking the the essence of it, is an ornament, because yeah. it helps to underscore the, the divine bewilderment Shira was experiencing, which took her to mispronounce, quote-unquote, the verse. Hmm? So sometimes the Bhagavatam describes itself in this way, tatbath pratish abadabati api. So the Bhagavatam says, this Bhagavatam sometimes it's not necessarily perfectly composed, so we could say this refers to this type of things. In no? uh, some verb, in some verbs, you should have used the first tense instead of the second person, or there is an extra C level there. That's the imperfection. But actually, when you understand why the imperfection is there, because of ba, <laughs> you say, "Oh, that's imperfection." Okay, that's a special perfection of the bhagavat. So, you will find some of these verses. If you just analyze them as a Sanskritist, technically speaking, this is wrong, this mm-hmm. is wrong, but the mm-hmm. Bhagavatam is not to be analyzed in that spirit. So, when you analyze, approach it in the proper way, you realize, wow, this, everything is perfect here. So, then Shirada, according to Jiva Vaswami, had a spurti of the bee who said to her, remember, she said to him, what do you want? So, the bumblebee will say to her, I desire something so if you think that friends are non-different one close to the other like Anga as we say before so Krishna is I'm the friend of Krishna you consider myself non-different from Krishna then give me the following as a gift mm-hmm. without worry carefully get on the chariot remember there is the chariot in which Uddhava came to Vrindavan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I desire that you go to Mathura mm-hmm. I will take you there and I will place you on the left side of Krishna as usual. Shirada residing on the left side. The Shakti is on the left. Hmm. And then, it is said, on the second half of the verse, Shirada replies to this proposal by the bumblebee. Which is, again, it's not overtly in the verse. In the verse, the bumblebee is not speaking. In any verse, the bumblebee is speaking. (laughs) But in between the lines, she was hearing all the things according to the revelation of our child. Hmm. So then Shirada will speak in the second half, in the mild way, in a pitiful way, in a reasonable way, says Jiba Goswami say. By what method method, sorry, will you take us to the side of your friend who is now having relationships with the woman of Matura, who are so unlike us. Remember, Matura is big city, aristocracy, rindown is uncivilized village people, quote unquote. Uncivilized mm. and so on. So it's a totally different culture, a totally different DNA, psychology, language. All the ladies of Mathura speak like very refined manner and very refined. And all the ladies of Braj and all the Brajibas are just cowherders. Just. So they are accustomed to speak shouting. If you go to the Rindau and it's like that, ah, la,
1: la, la. You're like wow, what's going on here?
0: But they are accustomed to shout because they are working with animals and they have yeah. to shout to the cows and to the bulls so, or
1: ah,
0: all. No, oh, and the father is with the. With the animals, uh, some part, and, uh, and, the, and the wife at the house will go to the rooftop and shout to him, "Lunch is ready." <laughs> things like that. so. They are accustomed to dealing this type of, la- and they speak to animals all day long. So they kind of become like them. No, mm-hmm. in, in the Lila, they so that's totally opposite to the refined mannerisms of the civilized aristocratic ladies. themselves of What to what to speak to Arca then? <laughs> mm-hmm. So she does this. You not like we are so unlike those ladies, and you want to take us there and put there uh, with all these other ladies? I mean, that will be rasa vasa totally. I mean, totally improper mixing of different natures and moods and styles. Hmm. And on top of that, of course, she in implies, and for him, the relationships he has with them will be so difficult to give up because, I mean, if he remains there, he has not come back as he promised. It means he's really attached to them. Of course, that's not the real reason, you know, it's not that he's not returning because of that. But she will conclude in this way. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, Bumblebee, she says, by your nature you give happiness to all people. So since you are my friend, sorry if I'm speaking too quickly. Why do you take me to his co-wives? You and Krishna, you Bumblebee and Krishna say, do not know my sorrow. Hmm. Therefore, do not try to take me, who are suffering here in separation. Hmm? Lakshmi herself has gone from Mathura, I mean, from here to Mathura with him, again in the form of Sri And she's keeping him uh, there for her pleasure. Hmm? So, Jiva Goswami says the same. Here, Radha speaks related to, in connection to Lakshmi, with some hatred, competitor lover. And she resides on his chest with great happiness. Remember, this tuft, tuft? Tuft. Tuft of her. Mm-hmm. So again, here, and, and Jiva Goswami clarified, here rather refers to the golden line in the chest of Krishna, chest of Krishna called Sri Bhatsa. Sri means the place of residence of Sri like, And then he concludes his, well, almost concludes his purpose by quoting another similar verse, he says this is similar to the following verse, and then he quotes a famous verse from the Gopika. We should say Gopiyaki machara, the Yamkusha lamsma venur, dhamodara dharas Sudama pigo pikanam. Bhungtesham jababasista rasamradinya hishchchachchushru muccushita aboja tharja. So the first part of the verse, basically, Gopiyaki Kimachara the Yamkusha lamsma venur, dhamodara dharas Sudama pigo Sridala's in the Benugita. She's hearing the sound of the flute. Krishna playing the flute in the distance. At this point, Sridala never met Krishna officially yet in the lila. So he's saying, what auspicious activities must this flute have performed to be drinking the nectar of Krishna's lips, uninterruptedly, and is not leaving even a drop of that for us gopis, for whom that nectar is actually meant. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So she's showing this type of envy, like the flute is a competitor level which is, which is drinking all the amrita all the nectar of the lips of Krishna. And when we hear the flute, actually, say what we are hearing is the sound, the cries of ecstasy of the flute drinking the nectar of Krishna's lips. And we have to hear that. And we are not able to... He, does, he doesn't even... This flute doesn't even save a remnant for us. He's drinking everything. So with this type of... Transcendental envy showing her longing, actually. <laughs> so again, it means it seems like envy. But actually, if you understand, it shows her longing of rendering Seva to Krishna in, in the conjugal mood. So the conclusion, according to Jiva Goswami, is we cannot go to Mathura. It's not compatible. Therefore, bring him here. Rathi Yatra, again. Bring Krishna to Vrindavan. So... Jiva Goswami concludes, in this verse, Here, expressed express hatred, envy, and desire. Mm-hmm. Bring him here, Pat, please. Shila Jiva Goswami, Prabhupada So, we'll go to Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur's purpose next. Famous sarartha darshan Bear with me, no, this type of topics, will may take a little time, but I mean, we have etern- we want eternity for this, so yeah. we are <laughs> training, training for <laughs> nityam bhagavat sivaya. The Bhavatan say nityam bhagavat We are to render service to the and forever, for the rest of forever. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So Srila Vishwanachakartakur, we will go back again to the beginning of the verse, which every single commentary we make again trying to make full circle. He says Though the bee was buzzing around near her, Radha, out of madness of Prem, could not find the bee. So that's his, one, his vision. Like the bee was still there, but she was blinded by love. Love makes you see some things and makes you blind to other things. <laughs> and non-love, the same thing. When you have lust, you see some things, or you are blinded to other things. Mm. So, the final choice is what do I want to see and what do I, know? I do not want to see. Which, in which direction do I want to be attentive? In which direction do I want to be distracted? <laughs> in which direction do I want to be aware? In which direction do I want to be unaware? That's free will, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. So, not seeing him for a moment, rather pondered remorsefully. Alas! Alas! Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Distressed by my harsh words, that messenger has gone off to Mathura and told everything that has happened to Krishna, who has now become indifferent to me. Now, Vishwanath continues saying, thus, giving up giving up her quarrelsome mood, Radha stared at the path to Mathura and said, you know, when the bumblebees apparently went. To, to Krishna, and she said, "Perhaps my beloved, that ocean of divine love and the crown jewel of all transcendental qualities, perhaps he will again send my his messenger here, so she stared at that path and just looking in the horizon, made that bumblebee return somehow or other, and suddenly she sees the bee <laughs> which which was there already know, <laughs> but she just kind of connected. Oh Bumblebee's coming again. So she rather said respectfully Oh Priyasaka, oh friend of my beloved, you have come back again. Though wounded by the arrows of my words, due to your saintly character you have overlooked my offences and returned. So she expressed her with herself with full humility. Can I understand that my beloved out of intense love for me Has sent you here again? Not considering my thousands of offenses? At this point rather feels herself in total aporadi I've been abusing Krishna for birth after birth, calling Krishna an aporadi <laughs> Now I realize my offense. Of course, there's no offense, but she's feeling like, like this So if she has sent you back, if he has sent you back, if that is so then sh- you should ask for whatever you wish from me, and I will fulfill all of your desires. O.B., according to Vishwanath, he said, O.B., Radha says to the B.B., O.B., if you say, I want you to go to Mathura, then I will answer, yes, I will go to Mathura. <laughs> so this seems like, wow, interesting. No, Rad is saying, yes, I will go to Mathura, according to this word. Okay. But... <laughs> Right after saying that, she rather thought. (laughs) No, she said, "I will go to Matura. But if I go to Matura and see my beloved surrounded by other women, I will become uncontrollably, 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 thank you so much, jealous." Again, she presents herself as an ordinary jealous lady if I see Krishna with others, but we have seen so many times that she speaks to other ladies, you should meet Krishna, you should reach the goal, the goal of your life, you can give so much happiness to him. So she's not actually jealous, but that counts as a sanctuary vah, nourishing the particular vah here. Thus, no? so immediately she said, I will go to Mathura, immediately said, no, but if I go to Mathura, this won't, will happen, I won't go to Mathura. Thus, <clears throat> Radha next said, Nayasikatam. She said to the bumblebee, Why are you taking me to Krishna? Hmm? Who cannot give up loving affairs. Hmm? <clears throat> Lampata. Hmm. So thinking that the bee replied to her, I swear that Krishna is all alone in Mathura.
1: <laughs>
0: There's another version. No? One previous version was, Yes, he's with ladies, but he will give them up when you go. But Vishnu Chakravartakar presents another <laughs> portal. When the bumblebee says to Sriradha, no, 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 no. Krishna is totally alone during Mathura. No ladies. Then Radha will reply, again, with the last line of this verse. Hmm. Oh, you somya, bumblebee, gentle one with pure intelligence, Krishna's concert, Lakshmi, is always by his side.
3: Hmm.
0: So, even if all the other ladies are not there, she is there. Hmm. So do not lie to me. Do not cheat on me. Hmm. And always is on his chest, taking shelter of him. And the verse is next to his heart. I mean, it's as close as possible to him. The heart. Mm-hmm. And this goddess of fortune, Sri Lakshmi, which is many verses of insults almost Lakshmi, who is like the most venerable chaste lady in the universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's the expansion of Sirada. So she has the right to abuse her own expansions, if you will. <laughs> So here's your says this Lakshmi has the power to assume many different forms.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Thus when Krishna is enjoying with other women and Lakshmi is not there, Lakshmi still is there in the form of this golden <laughs> tuft of hair. Mm. And when Krishna is not consorting with other women, then Lakshmi puts puts aside that ha- hair like form mm. and appears in her natural form of a beautiful young woman giving him pleasure in this way. Mm. So, this is some words by Vishwanath Chakravarty in connection to the verse here. And then he concludes by sharing with us which type of Chitra Jalpa is this. Again, we are following mad talk here, but mad talk in divine love. So our hope is, may I become mad as well. Like if you go with someone who is clinically, clinically, clinically? <laughs> mad in this world, secular Madness. And you just remain all day long. At one point, you start like to, oh. <laughs> <laughs> huh? This starts to make sense. <laughs> oh, you start to have the conversation and come in and go, and it makes sense, and so you are there. You became mad like them. Eventually, you receive your certificate also like clinically mad, officially. <laughs> so by association, we attain a type of, sobriety or madness you know? so our hope by hearing all these conversations in divine madness is may we become mad as well may we become con- con- how do Conta- you say know, container if something is contagious but what's the verb contract, contracted.
1: No. contracted contracted can we contract it yeah,
0: contracted off yeah. with okay mm-hmm. may we receive this epidemic as well in ourselves mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Vishwanath Chakrabartyataku then analyzes what should rather say to share with us which type of Chitra Jalpa is this, of these ten types of mad talks. So he says, although Radhika respects the bee in this verse, in the beginning, and accepts his statements as true, she then rejects them after showing how they are inappropriate when saying, why do want to take us with him, and so on. So this is an example of jalpa. So, all of these Chitra Jalpas are called Bijalpa, Abijalpa, Sujalpa, Jalpa Jalpa, pratijalpa in this case, which Srila Rupa Goswami describes in the following way in Ujjval Nilamani. He says, Humble statements <coughs> expressing respect for the messenger, but with refusal to meet Krishna because of his licentious relationships with other women. That's called pratijalpa. Mm-hmm. So you see, you read this verse, and it perfectly fits with this verse of the Brahma Gita on this description. So in this way, our acharyas were like doing all these connections, and okay, this verse is this type of chitrajalpa, and so. On. So, as usual, let's go one more time to the verse, but in the form as was presented by Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He wrote a poeticized version in Bengali of this verse. We will share the English translation of it. That's one more time going there. So he says, he says, when the gopi, of course the gopi is Sirada, when the gopi saw that the bumblebee, after hearing all those statements, went away and then returned, she thought for a while and then said, and then comes the verse, you are a dear friend of Krishna and on his order, you have come back here, from there, from Mathura, from Krishna. Therefore you are worshipable for me. O oh, best of messengers, ask me for what you want. What is your desire? Sri Krishna will never renounce the conjugal love. But why should you now bring the gopis to him? His consort Lakshmi is staying at the Lord's chest constantly serving him now that I can tell you (laughs) so again we see in this as we see this verse represents a very interesting change of mood as to what Sirada was speaking and she suddenly starts to praise the bumblebee and praise Krishna my beloved Saint He's so generous but in the same verse she switches and again starts to criticize so this is this type of I mean along the Brahma Gita we're seeing this, but in this verse in particular we see a much more clear change of mood which further shows how Sriradas Divian reaching new higher peaks. So before concluding today I want to show you another verse <laughs> which shows the same principle of like roller coaster modifications of bhav <laughs> from one book called Krishna Karnambrita. Famous book written by Bilba Thakur and a famous verse there, verse number 40. I will share just in case in the chat also if you would like to check it there and share it in the Facebook streaming. This is a very nice verse that also Krishna Das Babaji Maharaj, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's disciple, who has very deep affinity for Priyanarma Sakyabha, he used to sing this. If you hear some of the tapes with Krishna Das Babaji, Singing Kirtan, he will recite this verse many times. So this verse, according to uh, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, is recited by Sraddha. Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami wrote a commentary to Krishna Karmamrita. So the verse says like this: mm-hmm. He deva he da he bhuvanai kabhantu he Krishna he cha pallhe sindhu he na tahe Rama na he, he, he naya ha ha bavitasi padam drisho me. So, this verse is basically a list of names that Sri Radha uses to address Krishna. One after the other, with he in between. He means like, oh, oh. But we will see how each, ver- how each name is indicating a particular switch in the mode of Sri Radha. Like, accepting Krishna, rejecting Krishna. Accepting Krishna, rejecting Krishna. Again, go with this dynamic of union separation. So, what's the meaning of the verse? basically. It says like this, O playboy, <laughs> O protector, O soul friend in the world, O attractor, O fickle one, O soul ocean of mercy, O master, O enjoyer, O the Light of the eye. Ah, ah, when will you be visible to me? Hmm. <laughs> so let's now go to Krishna Daskar, Swami commenter in the verse, when will he very clearly point which of It's which type of mood is present in each one of these names. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: To begin with, he's saying, here, Sirat is expressing what is known as bhava-sandhi. Bhava-sandhi. Bhava "Bhava means... Mm (laughs) Bhava. Emotions, ecstasy. And sandhi means like mixture. So again, it's not one single emotion altogether, but it's like... We spoke the other day, (laughs) anistita (laughs) bai, and kriya. Ups and downs, oscillation. Well, here you have you have the Adi oscillation, the original <laughs> divine oscillation coming and going here and there. I will be briefly describing this, not because it can be too long. And, and So the first name she uses is Deva, which Deva means generally God, but also Deva comes from the root, the, the datu, Dev, And Dev means to play. So as my Maharaj will say, you know, he who can play the most is the most powerful. You need power to play, so the, the, that aspect of divinity that only plays, that's the highest form of divinity, and that's Krishna. He's only playing; <laughs> he has nothing to do. But also, deva here means like play. Someone who plays and who is a boy is called a playboy. Playboy. <laughs> No, so he's a playboy. So that's how this word Deva is translated in the lips of Srirada. You are a boy that plays. You are a playboy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Krishna Daskar Vrata will say, thinking that Krishna is enjoying with another lady and being angry because of that, Sri Rada calls him Deva here, or playboy, or enjoyer of other woman, basically.
1: <laughs>
0: so she's showing that particular attitude there. Not happy with that. So we go to the second name, immediately coming after that, Hidiva, mm-hmm. Hidaita. Daita means like, one who gives protection, who, give, who is die, die out, who is mercy, protector in this case. So Krishna Dasgavirasa will say, thinking that Krishna has gone with these other ladies, because of Radha's disrespect, something similar to this verse, Shirada repents and speaks with impatience to see him. <laughs> Immediately, one second after saying the other word. Say, oh, hey, Daita, oh, protector. You are the protector of my life. How can you give me up? Please, show yourself again. Crying, crying, praying for
1: Krishna.
0: But, after that, just one microsecond after that, you say, hey, Bhubanaika Vandu. Bhubanayika Vandhu means like, you are the soul... Bhuvanaika Bandhu? Bhuvanaika Sindhu? Bhuvanaika Bandhu, yeah, like soul friend of the whole universe, something like this. Bhuvana, Bhuvana means this world, Ika means unique, and Bandhu means friend. So Sri Radha's, Krishna Akabirasko says, thinking that Krishna has returned to console her, thinking, some maybe not the actual truth, but she's feeling that in her bath fault-finding arises in Radha. <laughs> from that she speaks with sarcasm and crooked words oh you soul ocean and friend of the world Sindhu, what fault do you have you belong not only to me but to do all the gopis no? because you are the friend of all the world you are friends with everyone with all ladies
1: <laughs>
0: moreover you are the friend of all the women in the world who are attracted to your flute go then and satisfy all those men. So immediately, one minute before, she was crying for Krishna to reappear. Now she's sending him far away. <laughs> then comes the next name, which is Krishna. Hey, Krishna. So Krishna asks Kaviraj, thinking he has gone again, she speaks with a manifestation of mati, or consideration, following after outsukya, or impatience. And she says, O Krishna, O Shamsundar, attractor of the heart. You have stolen my heart. What is the use of my pride? Show yourself even once. Mm-hmm. So again, she's imploring for him to reappear. But immediately, mm-hmm. Hey, chapala. <laughs> chapala means like fickle. Fickle, you say? Yes. Like unstable, basically. <laughs> so then rather think Krishna has returned. Hmm? So she cons- and Krishna has returned, she hears all it by saying to, to her, Oh, dearest, Christian, speaking to Radha, her vision. I was outside. I didn't go anywhere. Please be satisfied. I'm here, back. So, she Radha will speak to Christian in anger. Oh, fickle one. Hey, chapala.
1: Hmm?
0: Lecture. Lecture? Lecture for the cowherd woman. Stealer of other wives. Go. Go. No. <laughs> <laughs> but then will come Karunaika Sindhu. Hey, Karunaika Sindhu. Hmm? Only ocean of mercy. So thinking he has again left, because she herself told you, go, go. <laughs> so thinking he has again left, she speaks pit- pitifully out of feeling disqualified, Danya, feeling oneself very low and fallen. And she's think- she thought, oh, being disrespected, he has gone and will not return. Thus she said, oh, Kanunaika Sindhu, soul, ocean of mercy. Though I am an offender, please show yourself, since you are soft with grace. So again, she's imploring and crying profuse tears. And again, this is not a show. She's just mad <laughs> for Krishna and love. This is the very personification of this divine madness. And then comes another name. It's Nata, not or not. That means like master, basically. So thinking he, Krishna has again returned, and Krishna is trying to console her by saying to Radha, Dearest, why do you wrongly torture me out of anger? Please be satisfied with my presence here. Then Shirada speaks indifferently, directing to Krishna, Oh master, you are the protector of the inhabitants in Braj. What an intelligent woman will not speak to you. But I have accepted a vow of silence along with the Brahmana woman of Raj. So you should excuse my offense. But I won't talk to you. (laughs) And then comes the name. We have two more names here. Ramana. Now, here Ramana. So the Ramana means like enjoyer, basically. So thinking that Krishna has gone away again with the rise of insolence, she thinks... He has been driven away constantly. He will not return this time. In humility she speaks, If he mercifully shows himself again, I will embrace him by the neck. Oh, enjoyer, hey Ramana, enjoy me always. You are the enjoyer. Come now and enjoy me. That's how, what Radha is saying here. And finally, one more name, which is Nayanaviram, which means like, delight for the eyes nayana means eyes and Abhiram means delight so thinking krishna has returned again with a mood of eclipsed incidental indignation while the mind is overcome overcome with strong natural impatience radha spreads her arms to embrace krishna even though krishna is not there she's just hallucinating in divine madness but she does not thank him. Mm-hmm. She then speaks in great agitation after having seen him in a temporary, temporary sport here. Man, like, phew, vision. <clears throat> oh, Nayana Viram, the like for the eyes, when will you be visible to my eyes? Mm-hmm. So then comes the last line of the verse. Ha, ha. Mm-hmm. Which means, ah, oh, oh indicates great distress. Mm-hmm. When will you be visible to me again? So again, this is a famous example of Krishna Karnamrita, a little bit more ex- extreme than what we were saying today. But uh, uh, one single word was making Sri Rada's boat of love uh, rocking in one direction and the other, one direction and the other. So <coughs> you can imagine at this point. How Udava must be going. What must be going in Udava? I mean we cannot imagine actually, you know, but try to uh, say, if is there, he was sent as a messenger, he's supposed to open his mouth and try to give some advice to the Brahabasis, but till now no single word was coming from him. he was totally to, like fabric lasted. And but again receiving deep baptism scars would make him understand, mm. Mm. So, this is expressed in the Brihad Bhagavatamrita also. I would like to share some brief points before finishing, with your permission. Uh, it is said that in Brihad Bhagavatamrita, at one point, Narad Muni wanted to send Gopakumar to Dwarka. From Dwarka to Puri, sorry, from Dwarka to Jagannath Puri. <coughs> for him to upgrade his inner affinity. But Uddhava was there and he gave another advice. He said, no, no better send him to Vrindavan. They were, here we are speaking about, yeah, well the point is, Udhav said, send Gopakumar to Vrindavan on earth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm speaking too quick? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, 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 So, the point is, the idea was how we upgrade Gopakumar's bhaal. So Udav said, send him to on earth, to earth in Vrindavan. Like in playing, I've been there. I know what does it mean to witness the emptiness of Vrindavan. No? I mean to take the of the Brajavasis in separation from Krishna. So Uddhav said, O sage to Narada, when Gopa Kumar comes to Braj, he will become very humble and his humility will create Prem. This Prem will make him see that the forests, the rivers and the mountains of Braj are as if empty. He will constantly cry out. Oh, alas! And his heart will severely burn with anguish when he searches for his beloved Krishna. In plain, he needs to go through those circles of fire to attain his ultimate goal. And no, there's no better place for this.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: That Going and, and witness the separation of the Vrajabhasis, that's the best place. Again, Udav is speaking here after having been witnessed this Brahma Gita. He knew by direct experience, oh my God, my own bhava has been upgraded by witnessing What's going on here? Hmm? So again, union and separation. Union and separation you say like love is like a how do you say in English? Like a golden coin with two sides, you say hmm. sides? So union, separation, and Krishna is Rasaraj, which means he's the king of all tastes. So he has to taste it from all possible angles. It's not only enough for union. That's boring. That's half of the equation. You know, he has to taste the Rasa experience completely. Tip to toe, left to right, up and down. Mm-hmm. Two sides of the coin, union and separation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it is said that in this way, Sri Krishna will relish Rasa from this, um, like, twin polarity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some whole Vipralamba, union, separation, union, separation. And again, especially in separation, we see... The overtly glory of the brahmas is love. Sometimes in union you may think, oh, they are just enjoying; they are together playing, enjoying. It, it seems ordinary, but in separation you see the degree of love and what they say and what they feel, and you realize, oh, that union was not was not ordinary. So much charged with selflessness. It is said that in this world, with all respect to all the mothers present here, to my mother as well. The love of the mother is considered the most noble one, generally. It does the closest parallel to spiritual love because of the degree of sacrifice that is involved there. But (laughs) at the same time, on some level, there is some degree of selfishness because I love my child. Mm. What about all the other children of the world? And again, I'm not condemning any of you. <laughs> I'm just saying... <laughs> there's. A, I mean, you need to feel this is my child and, and because if not, you won't be identified enough to nourish in that direction and you kind of just breastfed the whole children on planet Earth. So you need... To, I mean, the whole system is made in such a way that you will identify because if you are not that identified, the child won't survive. I mean, the child needs the mother to be
1: <laughs> <so>
0: <laughs> But again, putting in contrast with... I don't know, Radha's Bhav. <laughs> of course, we say in this world it is some, some, even in the most dedicated mother, generally some degree of my child, still. Yeah? But if you t- will take that glorious motherly love, which is still totally glorious, and put all the motherly love on earth and this world compact that, thicken that as much as you can, compress that, that cannot still compare to Vrajabhav. So that's it, you know, and and ultimately what to speak with Radhava. So again, not to criticize motherly love, but to highlight that love. And naturally, even for a mother or for whoever, all these types of exhibitions of love, I mean, when you see just us motherly love, you're like, your mind is blown away, basically. So the idea is, even the most noble love of this world, put all this together, is not comparable to the one drop of this Rajababa which may seem ordinary, but it's not. It's not. Especially, and again, in separation this comes to the fall. When Shirada is tasting Adiruddha Mahabab, especially called Mohanakya Mahabab, which is the state described in this Brahma Gita, herself in separation, it is said that <clears throat> Shirada's separation, feelings of separation, causes such agitation that the whole universe cries along with her, basically. When she cries the whole universe joins in symphony because it's so you know, so transcendentally pathetic, if you will. All the non-human species even cry, not only human species. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: And again, we have to bear this in mind. This is transcendental. The ocean of the suffering drowns the whole universe in an ocean of distress. and We should find a taste in that. It's not a, oh, I don't want that to happen. But it's a poetic way of extolling. Hmm how everything, because we may not be aware of that, but it is said that the whole Shristi Lila, the whole creation originally, ultimately is connected with what's going on in the topmost Lila. There is some connection between one and the other. We say this world is a distorted version of that world. So it means something is happening. Here is this distress, there is (laughs) distress. So somehow or other, there is a line between the two. Sometimes they say that she is suffering so much in separation from Krishna. Even when Krishna goes to Chandravali or other gopi to create proper modes, with Radha, when he's embracing other gopi, he's remembering Radha's suffering separation and he faints. Mm-hmm. And maybe the other gopi thinks, oh, Krishna loves me so much mm-hmm. he has just fainted because of my embrace. But just, He's just fainting because of thinking Radha's suffering in separation and the union is created again. So... She, she's again, she's Krishna, she's full of Krishna from outside, from inside. One nice name for sure that is Krishna Mai, hmm? Krishna Mayi, which means Mai means full of. So, what's your name? Full of Krishna. I'm o- only full of that. Krishna Mai, Krishna Yara, Bittari Taha Krishna spure, says Krishna Das Kavidash. Krishna Mai means ones who's within and without our Krishna. <laughs> Her within is Krishna. Her without is Krishna. She sees Krishna whenever she casts her glance. Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. That's why she says, Sri eyes are blue. Not only because they are blue, but because she has only eyes for, for the blue one. For Shamsundra. So that's her disposition. No? I cannot live without you. If you appear... This is also said in Krishna Karnambrita verse 29. She says, if you are pleased and show yourself to me at this time, what need do I have of others? And you are not pleased and you do not show yourself to me, what need do I have of others? (laughs) In other words, Krishna Mayi, only you, only you. So, over and over again, we have to, it's recommended we have to expose ourselves to this type of narration, even if it's Way above our heads, somehow or other, some mercy drops will fall on us, and will just at least give us this glimpse of there is a totally different universe made of Vaab, and well, we are being invited there more and more. So, anyhow, some ideas we want to share today with all of you regarding this penultimate verse of Bhagavad Gita. So, hopefully, you can follow if you want to know what how this all ends. We will continue next Monday, I won't be here, but you can follow online, and, and I think after that we'll have like five another meetings, like trying to make a conclusion to all this stuff, so we have four months or so, so thank you very much, and if there are any questions, uh, we will invite whoever is present here online in Zoom, present here with us on Facebook, to make whatever question you may have. Okay, you yes, Gidari first, okay. <laughs> ladies first, please. Mm-hmm.
2: I want to ask about um, conditional and unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, what you said about the mother's love, this is some kind of conditional love because I identify with this type of love to my child, this is mm-hmm. my child, so mm-hmm. I'm in the role, this is my, you mm-hmm. know, false mm-hmm. ego somehow. <laughs> so one would think that a higher state would be unconditional love, but how is it in the spiritual world? Because somehow I think that they love Krishna because of something like he's. I love him because he's my beloved, or he's my son, or he's my some kind of other type of mine.
1: Yeah,
0: but so he's Krishna.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. that's that's the difference. No, I mean, there's no problem in. Actually, Prem, or divine love, is described by Rupa Goswami as one of the main characteristics of Prem is mamata. So mamata means possessiveness, or a sense of my. It's my. But it's not that it's devoid of that. We are not against I, me, mine. On one side we hear, for example, Bhakti Thakur said what samsara samsara generally is translated as repeated circle of cycle of birth and death he said well to be more practical samsara means aham ameti which means to live your life with this idea I mean mine I and my sense of I depends on what belongs to me and according to what belongs to me I am something you are my child therefore I am a mother you are my husband therefore I am a wife But the problem with all those sense of self is that all those relationships are temporary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As we spoke the other day, I have, yeah, you are my child in this lifetime, but not necessarily in every single lifetime for eternity. Mm -hmm. And you are my... With it again, I'm not... Hopefully you understand that I'm not trying to promote like fanatics and yassi stuff like all Mm -hmm. of you are in Maya and you should not love each other. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying keep the relationship in context, which means do not give to that relationship the eternality that you should give to your relationship with Krishna. <laughs> you follow. If you absolutize your temporary relationship, probably you are relativizing your absolute connection with Krishna. You follow. If you feel my child or my husband to be an eternal, unending relationship, probably you will see your bling with Krishna in temporary terms. <laughs> you follow. So my, the point is, it's not a problem to... To love your child and your husband, and so on. The point is to understand this is not my permanent rasa or style with these persons. But gradually, I will start to relate ideally to my children, husband, wife, in terms of not only my, but who they are. Because actually, you follow my point, I may tell you, you are my wife. No, actually, you are who you are, you are someone particularly you're not my something you are you <laughs> and who you are of course has to do with soul and potential of the atma so gradually the relationship should mature to that level i'm relating to everyone as atma in accordance with their potential in connection to our common goal we have a common goal so our eternal potential can meet in that common goal there is place for that as well but if I insist only of you are mine and I'm yours on this relation that is just finishing at every moment, <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of course sometimes the scripture will speak strongly, and we feel, oh, this is too much. But then you will cry, what well, that is that's happening, basically. <laughs> so the sages want to prevent from unnecessary suffering. So, so when Krishna is, is that center, there's no problem because he's an eternal person and there is eternal relationship with him. So if you have a feeling of being a friend with Krishna, being a lover, no problem. Because that mamata or that possessiveness is perpetual, basically. So the only problem with I, me, mine or the only problem with attachment is when you project that to a temporary situation. It's not a problem in, in itself. Actually, it's the, the ultimate solution. <laughs> when you learn to tail and express your Mindness in relation to our common goal and source and eternal relationship. relationship. I mean, that's a very, you reach the goal of your life basically when you did that. That's what Prem described. Everyone in Golok will feel Krishna is my friend, Krishna is my this, Krishna is my that. So, no problem because he's Krishna. <laughs> the problem is when we direct those emotions that we should direct to Krishna, to someone else who is not Krishna so the best thing I can do for my son is not to treat him as Krishna <laughs> but to treat Krishna as Krishna and my son as my son in relation to Krishna so when I treat my son in relation to Krishna he's no longer my son in one point <laughs> the main connection of course I understand you, you, you are just having a baby <laughs> and I am not trying to dilute your batsalya. No because again that's necessary, I mean you need to really identify with that and nourish that and, and and I'm not saying that's my or something like that, but one should remain sober about understanding this is an a stage of the relationship. It's not that it will be always like this, and I'm not saying this like it will get worse i'm not saying that I'm saying just again if 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 Christina comes in fifteen years and tells ma oh, give me breast milk again." I would say, no. <laughs> but it was so nice. You remember, you say, oh, it was so nice. Yeah, it was so nice. But now we, we can experience something even nicer than that. You follow. I mean, now it's not the moment maybe to think too much about that. You have to identify with your role. <laughs> but we know by experience that that's not the all in all. It's not that I will be breast- breastfeeding. And maybe you will feel, I would like to do that forever. Okay, you can do that with Krishna. There is place for Eternal breastfeeding <laughs> 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 in so no problem. Yeah, just, uh,
2: my question is more: Do the <clears throat> they feel conditional spiritual, conditional love to Krishna, or is it unconditional? I mean, do they love him because of something like they, I love him because he is my son? Or no, not? no, they no.
0: Feel I love him, and therefore he is my son. Now, for example, we gave the example the other day. For example, Balaram and Krishna, which is the relationship between Balaram and Krishna? What
2: is the relationship?
0: Yeah, between the link between them.
2: They are brothers. No,
0: no, they are not brothers. Yeah.
2: Okay, they're friends. Yeah. I mean, they are
0: friends also, but you say brothers. But who is their parents? Who is the father of Balaram? Who is the mother of Balaram?
1: Mother no. Ah, yes. So, yeah, Ruhini, yeah.
0: who is the mother of Krishna? Rohini? No. Yeah. So they are not brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why do you say they are brothers?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you are correct. I'm not saying you are wrong. Yeah. But the point is, they are technically, they are not brothers. Mm-hmm. By blood, they are not brothers. But they feel like brothers. Mm-hmm. So in Brindavan, the psychologist, first is the feeling, mm-hmm. and then the relationship is established. I love you as my brother, you are my brother. Mm-hmm. Even though you are not my brother. Mm-hmm. In this world is the opposite. First, the relationship is established, and then the feeling comes, or may not come. <laughs> I'm like, okay, he's my brother. Well, I, I'm su- I suppose I should love him. <laughs> I may not feel too much brotherly love, but he's my brother, so let's try it. <laughs> and down is the opposite. He's not even my brother, but I love him like a brother. Mm. So that, that's how it's established. He's my brother. The same with Jashod. If you want to say, Jashod is not the real mother of Krishna, it's Devakī let's make that argument. Of course, we have another idea, but even if someone says, Jashoda is the foster mother of Krishna, but she feels, I'm her mother. And and even in in Kurukshetra, when they meet again in the solar eclipse as we spoke these days, when Jasoda goes and starts to Mm -hmm. breastfeed Krishna, remember, that she enters and says, I'm the mother of Krishna. Mm -hmm. And everyone says, no, Devaki is the mother of Krishna. But Krishna says, let them enter. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. and Jesuda goes running and Krishna jumps into her lap and starts to breast, drink her breast milk she was a hundred and something years old <laughs> and Devaki sees such an, a degree of maternal love for Krishna and Krishna and Devaki says to Jyesuda, you are the real mother of
1: Krishna mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: even though I'm officially her mother mm-hmm. you are a mother so again the point is it's not that just so that officially is Krishna's mother and then comes the feeling.
1: Uh,
0: since he's my son, then I love him as a son. No, he's not my son, but I love him like a son. So he's my son. <laughs> so that's how it works in Vrindavan. No? It's naturally, it's a natural attraction. They're ragatmikas. The ragatmikas mean they're made of a certain, the whole psyche, the whole mind body, transcendental mind body complex is made of attachment, particular attachment for Krishna. So it's not like, okay, he's this, so let's love him like that. Mm-hmm. That's what makes mm-hmm. love conditional. This no? is in our
2: world.
0: Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, he's my son, so I'm, um, I am love, love, love him as a man. But what if he, he's not your son? <laughs> Why to limit in that? So, of course, we are to learn big lessons also in our trying to do our best in this world, in our loving relationships, but always putting in context with this high idea of unconditional love we find in And nobody loves Chris, of course you know that idea nobody loves Krishna and Brindam because he's God that would be the main reason for, for someone like, we know Krishna is God so let's love him because he's God but nobody will believe that <laughs> that's another shocking idea generally because okay you love here people because of the but when we say God of course God is to be loved we have to love God and someone said, "That's why everyone in Vrindavan loves Christian because he's God." When you go to Brindavan, realize nobody agrees with that. <laughs> nobody sees Christians as God, but still they love him. So that's what Uda was short circuiting. What he was speaking with Nandan and Joshua. They say, "You are so fortunate. You love your you love God as your son." I say, "No, no, no, no. You are wrong here. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: wrong. He's not God." <laughs> Yeah, I love him as a son because he's my son, but he's not God. So, for Uda, I was like, what's this? What type of love is this? (laughs) Yes, totally unconditional love. Just moved by attraction. Krishna is the all-attractive and the other they're all attracted Mm -hmm. to serve Krishna in a particular way. No matter if he's my son or he's my brother or not, I don't care. That's totally secondary. (laughs) I just love him in that way and... Nothing else matters, basically.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Sound yes. Mm-hmm. Some questions there in the yeah. Nordic side? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I think mine's fast, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, just you mentioned. The question may be faster. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping to answer. But you mentioned, was it Akinchan Krishna Das Babaji? He liked this verse. It was of singing, it. but he's in prayer, Prayanarma, Sakya, Rasa. Mm hmm. So oh, I see. It. I don't see the connection. Him singing this song, the way that you spoke about all those meanings of the
0: name. Mm. Well, of course, the meaning of 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 these names can take different forms as well. We are reading the, we are reading the reading of Krishna Das Goswami Swami, who wrote the commentary. And Krishna Das Goswami is, is, not the Pranar Masaka. He's no? Manjulali Manjari. So he's seeing all this through the filter of her, his hair. <laughs> Manjari Bhav dispositions which, all these names can be totally applied to different types of, of moods as well no? so that to begin that will be a beginning way of saying that no? because all these explanations were coming from Krishnadas Kavira so Madhurya rasa perspective but the point is that if you go to Das Kavira who is a Priyanarmasaka Priyanarmasaking also includes Madhurya rasa sensibilities there mm. Mm? of course in a different way but still, that side is. I mean, the Sakas are aware of, of Radha's moods, no? union, separation, rejecting Krishna. I mean, they are, oh, like, how do you say? They are instrumental in facilitating, along with the manjaris from the other camp, <coughs> the reunion and all this. So, I mean, there is place for someone like Krishna Das Krishna das Babaji Maharaj, a Saka reading this verse like, for a moment, like connecting with Sri Radha's mood towards Krishna. But again, I will say mainly is the the reading we share today is more biased, if you will, towards the Manjari's side, who are Radha's Nihadika. No, radha's Nihadika means they are totally partial to their mm. Swamini and mistress, while the Priyanarama <coughs> will be more inclined towards Krishna's side. Although there are some moments where there will be some different nuances on that, and the other will. Pianar may support Radha's case. Manjari's may support Krishna's case on some level, but in the end, they are at the end, of, they are always supporting their own uh, masters or mistresses, if you will. So, so there is place, there is place for Priyanarmasaka to to read that in those lines as well. So yeah, it was fast. <laughs> <laughs> so last question, I think, from Sevanidhi.
2: <coughs> we heard, uh, or I heard, that um, amongst the six Kamakru um, Mohamad uh, Mohamed envy cannot be engaged mm. in service of. Mm. So, but you mentioned sometimes during this class that you can. And yeah,
0: would you? yeah. I will say that's that's some um, that statement is made by Narottam Das Thakur. No, he speaks about these six so called enemies. I mean not so called enemies, <laughs> call enemies. Kama Kroda Loba Moha matsarya. Like last, Kama Kroda, anger, lobha, greed, madha, like madness, moha, illusion and matsarya, Mad uh, illusion yeah, pride and matsarya envy. So he generally gives examples. I will engage my last. Last will be desire in having desire for Whatever, worshiping Krishna, now, I will uh, direct my anger, as Prabhupada, Bhaktisiddhanta will say famously, against the enemies of Krishna. Mm-hmm. But first, I will ask to myself, I am not an enemy of Krishna till now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and in that case, I'll be angry with myself, not in the way of masochism, but discipline, loba greed. I will greed. I will be greedy, loba laulam, the and so on. He, used, he says all these anarthas. The energy of these artist can be dovetailed in the context of, but, but mostly he's speaking from the, <clears throat> from the platform of being a sadaka.
1: Mm.
0: No, he himself, of course, Narottam Das is way beyond that. But he humbly speaks, as a sadhaka. we what to do with all this stuff, no? all this lust and greed and anger that is coming. We are not to, like, to eliminate stuff, like to kill everything, but just to learn how to. Redirect that particular impulse in, in a favorable way. And that's when he says at the end, by regarding envy, I don't know how to use that in service.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like his point is, this is the most undesirable thing, basically. Mm-hmm. That, that's his main point. Of course, when you reach the lila and make full circle, envy is there again. But <laughs> mm-hmm. like, he's mostly speaking from the platform of, of Sadaka. So Sadaka is another realm of possibilities. <laughs> in one sense, more limited to what will happen in the lila, with envy and fear and all this stuff is nourishing the lila. But sadhakas, we may be able to, chan- to use <clears throat> desire, anger and, and greed and so on, but envy... Oh, I'm like You have to be really in a really deep situation to express envy to give pleasure to Krishna. And generally... Is the most undesirable thing we should avoid you know, because it's the total opposite to, to the ideal of practice. So that's the main point. Be careful with this mb because mb basically means uh, to uh, be enabled. That's one definition classically, which is embarrassing if, because you, in the sense of you hear that and say, "Oh my God, I'm not that far from that." Mb mm-hmm. no, means unable to be enabled to tolerate the success of others,
1: mm-hmm.
0: basically. Unable try to play out the implications of that. <laughs> Unable to tolerate the success of others. No, but, you know, Thakur expresses that in his in his humility in Sharanagat, you know. When others are suffering, I'm happy. When others are su- happy, I'm suffering. That's the same idea basically. No? So again, it's embarrassing. Let's say I have that <laughs> on some level or I mean it's not you have it or you don't have it, there are so many shades of that. And, of course, the idea we have to totally get free from this tendency,
1: more and more, sir,
0: And and be careful of directing that towards the Vaisnavs, because that can translate into apparat. So that's one point why, and and with this I close. Thank you so much for your patience here and online, already almost two hours. (laughs) But Srila Raghunadasko Swami, his manashiksha, I remember Vrihupad Prabhu made this nice point when he gave his seminar on this, Raghuna das Goswami saying, "Be careful with lust, anger, greed, these enemies." And you, you, someone may say, "But I mean, those enemies are not aparad in themselves; they're just papa or sin." So bhakti is not really affected by sin. It may be just like delayed for a moment my progress, but it's not that the bhakti I have is intrinsically affected by those enemies because. Only apparat can really affect bhakti. Mm. But the point is, if you indulge in all the things, lust, greed, in your relationship with the Vaishnav, that becomes apparat. To follow. If you engage in lust, greed, anger, envy. In your sadhu sangha, the risk is that's not long, that's no longer pop up sin by aparat, offense. So that's why the church said be careful with these things. If you are like Jagai Madai I don't know how did they they did that but they were killing people and stealing but never they did anything of that to a Vaishnava mm-hmm. <laughs> so they were selective in their crimes basically <laughs> stealing killing abusing but never Vaishnava so there was no upheaval in their in their means. and that's why it is say they received this special grace mm-hmm. but when you direct all those sinful tendencies in relation with the Vaishnav, there's another realm, more delicate altogether, so that can become upright. and That's why the chariots say be careful with all this. Mm-hmm. And especially with envy. I mean, if you envy a Vaishnav, yeah, we're not here to instill fear. no. You will go to hell. And the- <laughs> but, I mean, we cannot also say, oh, that's the same, no problem. No, be, be careful of that. Take care of that, because especially when those tendencies are expressed into the most sacred realm of of bhakti so something like this we will continue tomorrow with some other topics so thank you so much for your time your presence la gurudev ki jay Man mahaprabhu ki jay shri giriraj maharaj ki jay sri jahanvalay ki jay shri hari sankirtan ki jay grantara shrimad bhagavatam ki jay shri brahma raghit
3: ki jay Gaur bhakt ki gor preman